So it seems to me that successful creators, the creators that we love, that we trust, creators who have made an impact, they they do not use a shallow content strategy. If you if you really look closely at you know any creator that you admire, be it Tim Ferriss or James Clear or Seth Godin or Louis Grenier, you would see you would observe that they do not use shallow content strategy. What is shallow content strategy? Well, if you're using just using platforms like Instagram, just using platforms like TikTok, or just using platforms like, let's say, LinkedIn, or uh, just using platforms like Clubhouse to grow your audience, then you're going to struggle. Successful creators use something known as a deep content strategy. And it doesn't mean that a deep content strategy does not have these platforms. Definitely someone who has who is using a deep content strategy can use Instagram to distribute their content. They can use LinkedIn to distribute their content, but Instagram is not the only thing that they use or LinkedIn is not the only thing that they use. They merely use these platforms for distribution. So the, the strategy that they use is known as the deep content strategy, which is what we will look at in this particular episode. And I think you're going to find this episode useful. And if anything, it will help you save a lot of time, a lot of money and a lot of hassles. So I hope you like it. Thanks. Hey, Sham, how's it going? Hey, uh, I'm doing good. Pranav, how's it going with you? Uh, I am doing well as well, I think. Uh, I am going to make conscious efforts of saying less ahs and oohs and ums uh, because I've realized I do that a lot when I'm editing the, the podcast. And it's something that I would have never realized otherwise. But I just do a lot of uh, um, or maybe a little bit of uh, that that clicking okay. sound that I make. Do I do the same? No, not not as much as me. I mean, as far as I remember, when you talk to me, when we're you know talk, having a casual conversation, you do make that clicking sound. But when you jump onto a podcast recording, somehow you get into that performance mindset, and then you stop doing that maybe consciously or subconsciously but i don't think you do it as much as i do okay noted and uh, something just struck me right now which is the fact that uh, i think most of our episodes begin with asking each other how's it going uh, do you remember that is that what usually happens maybe next episode we can switch things up and say what's up or something like that or maybe this becomes our patent <laughs> thing who knows yeah yeah who knows who knows we'll see <laughs> great so do you want to uh, dive into today's topic yes of course i mean as always uh, don't have a segue into it so let me just uh, jump into one thing that i think both of us have thought about quite deeply i mean i i, I have certainly you know written about this i've offended a few people with with this thinking which let's let's call it deep let's let's call it shallow content versus uh, deep content and of course you know we'll we'll deconstruct uh, all of this as we as we go ahead i think just to set the context for the conversation right even before we jump into content i think it's it's necessary to note that the internet is a gift internet is 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 a blessing because it allows us to share our thoughts through blogs, videos, podcasts, social media posts, whatever that is. And it allows us to impact the other person by literally going to their eyes or to their ears. 
and this is a great opportunity for creators to create meaningful impactful content and messages which reach to the right people and which generate a good amount of trust with with your audience which i think is a crucial pillar or maybe what is the right word uh, something that you can't do without which is trust for a creator business i know of businesses which don't like you know which are purely fun- <clears throat> funnel driven sorry i know of businesses which are heavily sales driven and don't quite need that much of trust maybe but for a creator business i think uh, trust is an essential pillar and content is one way even though i don't like the word content i just think you know it has been corrupted by a lot of marketers that you know content marketing content marketing but till the time i don't come up with a better word i think te- creating impactful content or telling impactful stories is is a crucial element to build that trust which is so essential for a for a creator business so this is just to set the context as to why actually we even need content in the in the first place so as we've discussed in the previous episodes also and uh, by now it should be like abundantly clear that we are trying to do things in a different way we are trying to form deeper relationships with our customers trying to build deeper trust so from that standpoint this becomes very relevant uh, what sort of content are we putting out how much trust are we building yeah so under that lens uh, i thought it would be interesting or it would be relevant to highlight that part also that like the whole that our whole aims our values for our business etc all of that will also affect this decision as to should we be putting out more deep content or more shallow content uh, yeah. out there and how other business versus how other businesses do it yeah yeah so how how do you view shallow content and i'm I, i don't think we have spoken so much about this before uh and if you want i can i can take a dig, dig at this first uh, but yeah i mean uh, would love if you can start by sharing what you think is shallow content sure so uh, the whole dichotomy between or the whole spectrum from the shallowest of content to the deepest of content say uh, and i see it as a spectrum but for simplicity we can see we can mm. see it as binary shallow versus deep yeah so i would say that uh, uh, every content probably has uh, the the ideas like how deeply the ideas are discussed in it so whatever idea it is that the creator is trying to communicate or whatever uh, it needn't always be an idea it could be an emotion it could be uh whatever purpose is there behind that content you know how much in depth are we going into it that is one plus the the overall quantity also so if it's video the way i see it it is very tough for a 15 second reel to be deep content it's more likely for it to be shallow because you are only given 15 seconds or 30 seconds now so it's very unlikely that it can be very deep so that will also fall on the shallower end of the spectrum as opposed to say a 10 minute uh, read for a blog or a 30 minute video on youtube which would be more on the deeper side of things uh, like which would probably be a deep content thing so i look at it along both dimensions one is 
the actual length of how much it takes somebody to consume that content mm. like will it take me just 30 seconds to view it versus will it take me 30 minutes to view it one is quantity and second is more of a qualitative factor which is how deep are we going into whatever is the essence of right. that content so i i look at it as both and typically shorter the length uh the less in depth we go into the essence of it and longer the length the more in depth we can go but of course that is not necessary you can have uh, exceptions on uh, of course two. yeah i i i think i agree and i just want to plant a like in you know, a warning sign or flag so firstly i agree with with both the things that you said i agree with uh, the length part as well i just just want to say that even though you are saying that a deep content is, is typically consists of larger you know, the the duration is longer not every long article or not every youtube long youtube video necessarily impacts the the user in the same way you know it can just be an idea that you have copied from someone and you know you're kind of repurposing it and you are just maybe taking 10 random points and writing a 2000 word blog article which you know superficially may seem like a deep content blog post but essentially the transformation that it creates is is quite shallow so i would call that also maybe i'm not sure i'm thinking about this i'm not sure because a part of me says that maybe that should be termed as deep content but a part of me says that maybe you know the transformation that it creates is something that uh, you know that we should look at so i don't think i have the answer right now i won't pretend to have that but yeah i think more or less we agree on what what shallow content is all about yeah interesting point you bring up the first thing that just came into my mind is a visual model where you could make a 2 by 2 axis like two axes mm. where on one axis there is the actual duration of the content mm. so either you have long long or short the second axis there is the actual transformation that is being made which could be less or more mm. so in my the way i defined it earlier i did make an assumption that if it is more in length the transformation is also higher but that is not necessary i absolutely agree with you so you could have both like all four combinations yeah. you could have long in length but not much of a transformation long in length but yeah yeah a big transformation so maybe we could uh, name it and uh, yeah, that's a good mental course model around it <laughs> yeah yeah but but i think i think the question is you know like again this, this is just like we're talking about the words that we use right i mean we can use different right. words for different things so maybe a let's say a 30 minute youtube video which does not bring about a transformation is perhaps can be called as a deep content but just a bad content piece you know so <laughs> it's it's just about how we name things i think so uh, right. but yeah i think i think you know to keep things simple and for the sake of this discussion i think length is a you know length is a good a uh, indicator of what what shallow content you know looks like because for me when i when when the word shallow content is brought up the first image that i have is this one guy that i used to follow who used to you know dance on instagram and you know like create instagram reels where he was dancing and then you have them pointing towards like you know different different uh, uh, areas in the frame and then a box appears there i think i think uh, let's say you know if if you are into fitness then uh, here is how you maintain your fitness regime and then tip number 1 tip number 2 and then tip number 3 tip number 4 tip number 5 that's 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 uh, 
that's for me shallow content like you know something which is purely social media driven and i think i'll come to this in some time like you know there is i have nothing against so i mean i have something against social media but i think i social media can be a great tool to distribute your content or spread your content the problem arises when you don't have a pillar content and you just you're purely building a following on instagram using these small small pieces of content that's where i think you know we we have a problem you need to have like something that you believe in strongly on your website even if that's like a multiple page pre-sell site even if that's like a blog or if that's like a, a podcast you know you should have some pillar content i feel and then distributing that pillar content into micro pieces can be done on social media so so yeah i mean that's that's like you know shallow content for me content that can be consumed in like a few seconds content that typically is present on social media platforms like uh, instagram tiktok you know is a, is a horrible example i mean it's a great example of that but just a really bad platform for creators i feel clubhouse is another example for me you know where where you just uh, where you are wasting time i feel and you could just have a podcast instead so yeah i mean i think i think that's my definition of of shallow content you know where where you just uh, create micro pieces of content spray and spray them everywhere on your facebook on your insta on your linkedin and hope that people come to you and again those ideas are are pretty superficial they are not very transformative because as you correctly said you cannot transform a human being in 15 seconds i mean in some cases you can in exceptions but more in most of the cases you can't so for me all of that the game that you know most of the creators i would say are playing is a shallow game where they are banking on these social media platforms to build a loyal fan following uh, whereas i feel that successful creators you know you take james clear you take tim ferris you take Louis Grenier you know you take Andre Chaparron they have heavily invested in creating deep forms of content and that's how they have succeeded yeah i totally agree with you so uh, one thing interesting i found is that uh, even when i think of shallow content reels is what comes to mind on tiktok <laughs> i don't know what <laughs> they we really have define <laughs> they really define i mean i i cringe uh, i cringe whenever i see like poor business owners having to bloody dance yeah <laughs> for 15 seconds just to talk about whatever their offerings are which have nothing to do with dance yeah. and i pray i pray that i will never reach <laughs> a stage where i have to dance <laughs> but uh, the way i see it right uh, it's like see you and i and anybody who believes in humanized marketing is looking to create trust yeah. right a lot of trust much more than what most businesses most creators aim for right so in a sense that deep level of trust is our differentiator yes and the way i see it see if you want to marry someone for example it is very difficult to do it only with like if you only had short dates yeah right <laughs> or if you only spoken about superficial stuff on the dates yeah. right it is very unlikely that you finally ask them to marry you and they'll say yes right it's it's much more pro- probable or much more possible if if both the depth in the conversations is there and you would have had some long dates i mean logistically yeah like it's it's very unlikely ki humne ha like ki we have uh, had deep conversations uh, for 15 minutes each or something it's, it's just not happening right yeah. so similarly if you're looking to create 
trust with our audience they are also people at the end of the day these are human relationships we are talking about right yeah so uh, it would constitute of interactions where there is there is a deep level change or, or some some deep level emotional impact yes. would be one and logistically it is of course very very likely that that impact would happen over a large duration of time so it it wouldn't be like short short installments of time like 15 seconds 15 seconds or something yeah. it is much more likely that at least some of those interactions would be solid 25 minute 30 minute block where they are uh, you know where the audience is like consuming your content and kind of thinking about it ruminating about it etc yeah. so so that's the way i see it it's it's very unlikely that you'll build a lot of trust without creating and without having your audience exposed to your deep content i think most creators which are indulging in shallow content are consciously or subconsciously not even optimizing for trust i think they're optimizing for vanity metrics like likes comments and shares i i mean when i when i look at those instagram reels that's that's what i feel i i it's hard for me to see how this guy and again like you know we are picking on instagram reels but it, this is this this holds true for for every form of uh, shallow content that i see i don't think i mean either either they want it and are not getting it or they don't even want it in the first place but i don't think that they so firstly i'm 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 building on top of what you said okay i mean i completely agree that duration wise you just need to spend a lot more time it's also not just about the time but when you spend i mean the the amount of information that i can communicate to you or the the kind of transformation that i can bring about in you in a 2000 word article is different from the kind of transformation that i can bring about in you in let's say 15 second reel so that is definitely you know we are we are in agreement i think most creators just fail to understand how how critical and essential trust is and uh, they tend to optimize it for a quick like you know because that just feels good for your dopamine that okay i i got 100 likes on my whatever clubhouse thing and yeah that's that's what they're optimizing for i perhaps i i absolutely agree i have come to similar conclusions myself when i've thought about this that competitors most competitors most creators will always optimize for vanity metrics to an extent because it takes a lot of discipline and it takes a lot of guts to say that you know i am going to prioritize trust which i cannot objectively measure over these vanity metrics which I, which are so available to me which are so in my face so it takes a lot of guts and it takes a lot of courage most people will probably not be able to do that uh because of which i think it will always be a competitive advantage also yeah where building trust of course in itself is is great it builds your relationships and will uh, give you whatever ob- your objectives are as a creator but at the same time uh, you will also do you'll also stand out significantly better when you are optimizing for trust using deep uh, content using deep content mediums and deep content uh, uh, itself yeah you are just able to differentiate yourself that much more because most most folks will at the end of the day be chasing shiny object syndrome whatever the newest thing is on the block which will 
probably be a form of shallow content yes because newer things are always more uh, that that which gives more instant gratification which will probably be more shallow yeah uh, so something new will come up which will probably be something very shallow for the masses and then the marketers and creators will realize it okay this is new thing which uh, which everybody is on you know yeah. like the trend is going way up so i want a piece of that there's a fear of missing out right yeah. uh, so like because of that pressure and because of uh, that policy that everybody is on there so i should to otherwise i'll miss out because that policy of thinking i think a lot of creators will jump on that bandwagon and i think that creates the advantage for us where we focus on the basics which is build relationships build trust yeah and that will ride you through any technological changes that will happen that gives us an advantage to do that and of course creating deep content which creates which focuses on or which aims at creating transformation rather than optimizing vanity metrics that is one of the most optimal and fundamental ways to achieve this objective of creating trust and better relationships yeah yeah that's that's well said and i think uh, you know speaking of uh, what was the word that you used uh, let's say a quick dopamine hit i think one of the factors which works against shallow content is that it's very easy to create i mean it's just so easy to create i mean i can i can go on canva and i can create five images with you know like within almost 5 10 minutes if the template is ready right but the amount of effort that is put in creating in writing let's say a 3000 word article which andre chaperon does or maybe creating a 90 minute podcast or a 120 minute podcast or even a 3 hour podcast that tim ferris does sometimes that needs real effort so it's it's like you know it's it's very easy to just not take the real effort and run towards let's say instagram and create a post on canva effort because they put that effort they create scarcity you know if you put less effort then there is no scarcity i mean everyone can jump in and create that content so you don't stand out but if you put in the effort then you become so good and you go so deep that it's difficult to compete with you simply because you have gone that deep and no one else is is willing to put that much that much of an effort that's an excellent point yes there will always be that draw to shallow content because it's easy to quickly create and put it out there there's also lesser of an emotional risk i presume because if you invest so many hours into creating deep content and it doesn't click then you'll just feel terrible yeah. but if it's just a 15 second reel and you danced for 10 seconds <laughs> and that was it it's not too bad right yeah. so i yeah i'm sure that that would be one reason why there's a draw towards uh, shallow content also yeah yeah would you say that there is any place and i'd like to ask uh, this to you first because i do think there is but uh, do you think there is a place for shallow content even for a business uh, or even for creators like us like us that was terrible grammatically but <laughs> you get the point yeah, business like us or creators like us i think i think for and again i i wouldn't categorize those creators as creators like us because typically how we define creators like us is we focus on a narrow market we believe in playing the long game we are opinionated 
uh, we provide value before money exchanges hands so we believe in these principles right so anyone who falls out of these principles perhaps is is not a is not a good uh, example but i think uh, anyone who let's say wants to become a, like wants to focus on the masses and wants to become let's say a quote unquote influencer a good example would be let's say a fashion influencer right someone who wants to make a name for himself or herself in fashion and appeal to the mass market i do believe that a platform like like clubhouse or instagram will probably help them achieve that but i can't think of a good reason for anyone like you and me and i can't i can't even think of a use case where they purely where they don't rely on anything except let's say instagram or except linkedin <sighs> yeah i mean that's 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 what i'm thinking i i just i just think that you know most guys use use a platform like linkedin or or a platform like instagram to to promote their deep content or have a smaller representation of the deep content on these platforms just because they have a you know bigger awareness of the right people will sort of click and and come come through to explore the 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 deep content but apart from that uh, if you are using i i don't see a use case where building an audience which is native to the platform itself is a is a good idea i know and also i think just one last thing before i stop talking which is that you also have to take into consideration the fact that uh, when you are at the mercy of of uh, these platforms you are at risk you know if tomorrow something crashes or if you know instagram and facebook were down for a while just a few days back uh, and uh, um, if the if if the algorithm starts betraying you in some way then you are you are going to be in trouble but if 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 you follow a deep content customer journey which i believe is is uh, we will talk about this by the way we are, we are still criticizing the shallow content so i won't you know like jump too much into it but i, I believe that when, when you go into a deep deep content uh, customer journey you are much more in control as opposed to let's say having becoming an instagram influencer i just feel you are at the at the mercy of these these influencers and you know when tiktok got banned in india look what happened like there were literally videos of people crying who were tiktok influencers because overnight they they lost their ground so i think owning an audience and you know having them like having a one to one trust with them is also critically important but yeah i think going back to your question i don't see a use case but you know if you have one in mind would be fun to explore that interesting those are those are some really good points regarding most shallow content uh, increasing dependence on the platform too and that is something we definitely want to avoid yeah the thing i had in my mind was is something i have to test out so i'm i'm keeping an open mind i do think that it could be a use case to include in your portfolio for top of the funnel just to get people if you add if you just have some shallow content which you know gets easy reach at that point in time so in today's uh, landscape tech landscape or social media landscape that would be reels you could create reels and it will get you like a lot of views which are completely untargeted 90% hmm. of the folks will not be your target audience but then you could probably make it work if you add 
a lot of filters after that to weed out all the wrong people mm. right so a strong compelling statement in your bio all your content igtv content for example which is slightly deeper i think you had mentioned something about like people putting semi deep content on their uh, instagram right i forgot what word you used for it but something that's not super deep but like a preview of the deep content you can still have there on instagram mm. and then have them come to your website and then like uh, ensure that your email sign up form is not too easily available so that only the mm. ones who are consuming a lot of deep content they are able to uh, get there so if you still make them jump through a lot of hoops i guess it you could still make it work this is just my hypothesis because i'm yet to try it because i'm still in the process of building my funnel this funnel but this is one of the experiments that i have in mind i have uh, i have around 3 to 4 things i want to try for top of the funnel so one of them is creating the shallowest of content like going to the shallow end of the pool mm. uh and trying out some reels etc and seeing whether i can control the quality of the leads i get into my email list whether i can control that by adding relevant filters and by filters i mean the kind of content that uh, they would typically consume after visiting my profile and on my website that should be a good filtering mechanism to turn away the wrong people and get the right people in so does that mechanism consist of a multiple page presell site yes yes okay and a layer before that also where the instagram itself would uh, would consist of some igtvs which convey what i am about right as a creator so a two level that a multi page presell uh would be a site would be a filter in itself and before that the instagram profile should be a filter in itself yeah so i'm adding two filters because i've seen the kind of uh folks who typically engage with reels and it's just there's a huge uh, disconnect between my perfect audience and mm. the type of folks who engage with the content <laughs> right so i want to ensure that i don't get uh get the wrong folks so it can be very expensive it can be very costly to you in many ways to get the wrong folks uh, yeah. in your email list so yeah i i would argue that uh, so just just for you know anyone who or other i think most of them would not know what an mpps or a multiple page presell site consists of so i think i i should explain what that means so multiple a typical you know uh, conversion rate optimization theory says that you basically have a lead magnet at the top of the landing page or the sales page sorry we're talking about lead magnet so that's a landing page where you know in the first fold or in the hero section of the landing page you you have a button to collect leads uh, or a form to collect leads you have a big conspicuous uh, submit button because the the idea here is simple you're optimizing for quantity you want to get the most amount of leads as as many leads as possible in, in when they land up on the landing page and so you're trying to get them to convert or to to give their information to you as as soon as they can however an mpps or a multiple page presell site basically goes against this this logic where you say that okay i won't give you a form to opt in at the top of the page instead of what i'll do is that i'll probably give you a form to opt in at the bottom of the page or in some cases not even at the bottom of the page in some cases it is on the second or the third or the fourth page So imagine a page where you so imagine you know, that you see something on Facebook you click on the link you go to a landing page 
but there is no option to sign up the only option is the only only button available is is at the bottom where you have an option to click go to the next page and when you go to page 2 there is again no form to fill up but just an option to go to page 3 and on page 4 then you have uh, an option to to sign up for the list so i think i think that's a great way to uh, filter out the quality but i would also argue that the mpps in itself is a form of a deep content why because you are priming the audience through that or in other words you are bringing about a transformation in that journey as well so i would say that if if you are going to use instagram and if you are going to take them to an mpps and again like you know we are not talking about you taking them to a conventional landing page because then you one you can't repel the wrong people and two you haven't even built enough trust with them because they have consumed maybe a few of your reels and thirdly you even haven't you haven't even got you haven't even transformed them or primed them enough so i think i think yeah to summarize i think I, I, what i'm getting at is perhaps an mpps or a multiple page pixel site is an example of a of a deep content medium oh absolutely absolutely so i think i was uh, not very clear in what i said what i meant is that there is a use case for shallow content in conjunction with deep content and that too as a prequel to the deep content yes. so first some shallow content just to get some volume and then have them pass through multiple filters and by filters i mean specifically deep content because uh, when when somebody consumes deep content by a creator then they know what the creator is all about right if it's a well done piece of content or if it's well done pieces of content yeah. you know what the creator is about so that's actually now that i think of it a deep content yet another advantage apart from building trust can also be that it serves as something which will repel the wrong people and attract the right mm. form of people yes but of course I, even i do not think at all that for our kind of uh, for creators like us i do not think that there is a place for any funnel which has only shallow content and no deep content deep content has to be there somewhere for sure because trust does not get built without that but at the top of the funnel maybe hmm could give it a shot yeah so i think i think you know we have we have uh, spoken about the distinction we have spoken about the drawbacks of this of this strategy kind of want to move towards the solution or you know what a perfect customer journey looks like so here is how i think about a typical deep content customer journey or for those who like the word funnel we can use it as a deep content funnel at the top of the the funnel and again i'm cringing a little bit as i use this word because i am myself a little uncomfortable with this word so i can i can also say customer journey so deep content customer journey for me starts so top of the funnel could be anything okay so top of the funnel could be a small instagram post it could be you appearing on someone else's podcast that doesn't matter how you got to like how the audience got to know you that we are not considering right now or that there could be multiple ways of doing that but once they once they get to know you i think there are three mediums for me that stand out 
and perhaps the fourth we can also add which is a, a multiple page pre-sale site but you know leaving that aside for a minute because that's a little too advanced for me i think the the three deep mediums that you can use to build this deep deep medium uh, funnel or customer journey so one is a podcast second is a youtube channel and third is a is a long form blog article or a long form blog strategy i think these are the ones that really stand out for me in terms of creating deep content i i can't think of any other content formats or any other content mediums i tried giving clubhouse a shot nope there are examples of people who have done it using linkedin but i would just you know think of them as as examples which are too contemporary you know like it's it's a, a little difficult for everyone to do it and i would not recommend that you do it so there are like always you know exceptions but apart from leaving uh, leaving aside the exceptions i think what i would always prescribe is a funnel which either starts with a podcast or a youtube or a blog then takes people onto your email list which is where i feel really connection is built in that when they consume enough of your emails i feel that you have successfully been able to to build a, an authentic deep connection with with your audience so this is the 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 formula that i would prescribe nice i think what you did there is you've considered the best option for video so visual communication you've considered the best option for audio which is uh, podcast yeah and third is uh, then text yeah i i guess it's not exactly audio uh, it's not exactly visual versus uh, auditory versus kinesthetic because then there's no kinesthetic communication mm -hmm. but uh, yeah there's video there's audio and there's text yeah and in each of them the best respectively are youtube podcast and blog yeah yeah that makes sense the way i look at it is a little different myself i look at it more as something that you can assemble it's like making an assembled pc so you can assemble different parts and create your own sort of a broad funnel mm -hmm. which you assume will be the funnel but the actual customer journey will look very different and you accept that and the way i see it is that in the initial phase of the customer journey the customer is less invested in you the person is less invested in you at that time your content should be more on the shallower end but of course still quality enough to create a transformation hmm. but on the shallower end when it comes to the duration like that's that's where look at it. and that is why i'm open to considering reels in the for the top of the funnel for people who don't know me i'm willing to consider reels because it's a short period of time you do not know me so i do not expect you to spend too much time with me but i will take that as a challenge and try to deliver uh, some sort of a mini transformation to you right now and the more they get to know me the more i want to increase the chances of them stumbling across longer content of mine yes with the ultimate it being ultimately leading up to uh, my email list and the email list i'll give them at regular intervals very long and deep yeah content which probably will not be uh, visible publicly otherwise so i see it as like turning up the wall turning up the dial depending on how how invested they are likely to be in me yeah. i want to put out content that they are more likely to consume and here i'm talking just about the length of the content sure. 
I'm talking more of the length of the content. Quality, of course, we always want to be giving transformative content, which is like in depth as much as possible within that time frame. Yeah. But here I'm talking more about uh, the length of the content that I expect them to consume. So I'll keep turning that up, and I think that there are many ways to do that. But that being said, video, like if you want to use video, if you want to use audio, if you want to use text, I think. a lot of those decisions also come down to the kind of person you are yes. and what sort of content you are comfortable creating so you can just uh, plug and play and sort of uh, or rather assemble your own form of your own version of this customer journey or this funnel that you want to create for yourself keeping these principles in mind like that's the way I see yeah it. you you need to know your strengths and you need to again i i do feel that you know we we you know in in full transparency like you know you and i are at the beginning of this journey right we we, we are yes. not uh, we are not at a stage where we can um, you know like really sit on a throne and advise people what to do what not to do you know we are we are obviously at the start of our own journey and i think what what we are doing or we are going to do is experiment a little bit with with multiple pieces of content or multiple formats of content so i for example you know will be exploring a little bit of youtube a little bit of long form writing a little bit of podcasting or maybe you can say that i am i'm i'm investing maybe maybe 70% of my efforts in podcasting and maybe 20% uh, in in long form and 20% in video something like that but yeah i mean you there is an element of self awareness that you need to know what you're good at there is also an element of trying out a few things because you me just realize that you hate podcasting you know which is fine if you love creating long form articles please go for it but the idea here is to is to provide value is to provide transformation and to go really deep into a topic because when you go deep into a topic that's when new insights come otherwise you are just like you know scratching the surface of of any 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 topic that that you are into so uh So yeah and of course there is this element of time right i mean none of this is going to give you results tomorrow and uh, it's it's just a is just a very very long game that that you're playing so none of this is like a get rich quick scheme it's it's more of a keep on doing keep on doing and ultimately eventually something will work out kind of a kind of a game that that we are suggesting yes absolutely uh, to paraphrase or to modify the phrase be so good they can't ignore you mm-hmm. here we are trying to be so trustworthy that we can't be ignored yeah with our audience yeah and i think like you know just to plug in the episode that we recorded before this which was about the two ways to build an audience i i i do want to uh, say that your content and you know thanks for bringing this up actually you know you you said be so good that they can't ignore you right so this this funnel that we spoke about is just a vertical funnel but your content needs to be so good so that that blog needs to be so good that podcast needs to be so good that youtube channel needs to be so good that your audience tells their friends about about that particular podcast or that particular blog so it's not just a linear funnel the word does spread horizontally the word spreads from person to person and if that content is is good enough if that content is transformational enough if that content is deep enough then the word will will spread so yeah you have to ensure that you know the content is remarkable because the word of word of mouth will be an important important channel for you or perhaps the most important channel for you yes yes and of course we are not going to tell our friends about it unless 
it is so deeply transformative or unless yeah. there is such an aha moment yeah and of course there are some say some say like shallow content creators it depends on how you define it but there are some real creators who i would recommend for example but their content at least in those 30 seconds they manage to create great transformative stuff uh, you know they they uh, manage to communicate there are very few like um, very mm. few creators i know who manage to communicate really interesting ideas and thoughtful ideas and helpful ideas rather mm. which i would recommend even you know even though they are creating shallow content but of course it's much more likely to happen with somebody who's going into a con- uh, going into an idea much more uh, in depth right yeah so that's another reason to uh, kind of create in depth content because it is more likely that you can create remarkable content uh, that way mm. yeah and i think uh, you know so like i said when i when i started talking about this to my email list i got a couple of people telling me that you know uh, that uh, so when i when i basically started taking a stance against shallow content i got some feedback that hey you know this is this is this does not resonate with me or maybe you have got it wrong or you know i do feel the need to be on instagram because my audience is there or because i don't have a decent top of the funnel audience and so on and so forth to which i will say that you know i i just want to repeat myself for the third time that this is not about you posting on instagram you know you can if you feel instagram is where your audience is please go and post on on instagram but follow that content up with a deeper content medium which would be uh podcast youtube blog etc so it's what i'm asking for is not you to not for you to change your instagram strategy or linkedin strategy if you are doing that keep doing it but just introduce a deep medium behind it which basically is a is a another way of saying that okay start a podcast start a youtube channel start a start a blog where every week you show up you go deep into a topic which is meaningful to your audience and you 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 create you think out loudly you create impactful content and use social media to promote that content so yeah not a not a big uh, Behave. I mean, this is of course a big behavior change, but I'm not asking you to change like your your distribution strategy. So, just want to make that clear before before we start wrapping up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and even I plan to post on Instagram myself and do a lot of experiments there with shallow content myself, or at least short content, and try to make it as transformative as possible. Of course, I do see that as working in conjunction with my deep content. Mm. but yeah i myself i'm going to do it after bitching about <laughs> shallow content for almost an hour i'm yeah. still going to be doing it but i would be very aware of its place in my customer journey and the role i expect it to play mm. i think that's that's the key difference that we are probably trying to talk about here right right yeah i think i think this is great and i think it's a it's a good time to wrap up unless of course you have anything else to share sham uh yeah just uh four words create more deep content <laughs> yeah that that's a good call to action uh so this time let's let's plug you right so sham where can people find you oh okay uh thanks so i am available on lazyfitness.in that's my website on instagram where i am currently doing a public weight loss challenge which means that i'll be uploading my food log and my daily weight like every single day mm. 
just to show like what an actual weight loss journey looks like instead of uh, the best case scenarios or best case testimonies etc so that you can follow me on instagram at uh, lazyfitness_in nice i i love the challenge and i and i hope uh, yeah people and you yourself get value out of it so yeah good good work man amazing yeah it's it's a good way for me to just uh, stay in touch with folks and you know build relationships etc so so if if you do decide to follow me feel free to shoot me a dm uh, like and let's just talk <laughs> all right cool so yeah let's let's wrap this up thanks thanks for listening and i hope this was helpful thank you sham Yeah thanks uh, Pranav see you see you bye bye bye